0: Hey friends, I'm Sierra and I'm Caitlin, and we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life.
1: That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool.
0: Through storytelling, we're able to learn about others' passions and drives and learn what makes them unique.
1: We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey, BBFs! Welcome back to another episode of Virtually Best
0: Friends Pod. Caitlin, how are you doing today? I am doing so well, Sierra. So happy. It is the first week after daylight savings time. The days are getting longer. Kind of crazy, but... Sarah, we've got a great guest on the pod today, and I cannot wait to share.
1: Yes, we are continuing our Women-Owned Business series, and today we have such a great guest, like Caitlin already mentioned. But before we introduce you to the lovely person that we had the opportunity of speaking to today, Caitlin, how about we do a little thumbs up, thumbs down?
0: Okay, my thumbs down for the week, Sarah, is that I was having a lot of problems with my computer. This is definitely a technology problem and I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I had to clear all my cookies and like everything else that was stored up in Chrome. And then as a result, of course, I lost all of my saved passwords and everything else that goes along with it, which yes, that is kind of a goofy problem to have. And I'm so grateful that I have a computer, but wow, I am always bummed when I have to reset passwords and to figure everything else out.
1: We have talked about this before because it is definitely something that grinds my gears too. more so on the phone because like
0: I am never
1: logging out of you apps. So why do you log out of yourself? I don't get it. (laughs) It's so
0: true. Come on. Okay. But what's your thumbs down for the week?
1: My thumbs down for the week is just that I wasn't feeling too great yesterday. Um, had some like crazy abdominal pain. Don't know what that was about. Still don't know what it's about. All I know is that it is not here today, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity to work from home sometimes because I literally just had my computer in bed with me and was kind of curled up doing work, which, okay, I'm not an advocate for working when you don't feel well. Like, don't get me wrong. But it was one of those things where I was like, eh, I kind of feel okay. But like when I was standing up, I was like, mm, I don't really want to walk around. This reclining and working was just more comfortable for me. And so I just sacrificed having multiple screens. <laughs> and just worked from my bed for the entire day.
0: Oh, well, I'm sorry you weren't feeling very well. It is nice to be able to kind of take it easy, especially when you feel like you can work, but just not in maybe a structured setting. Exactly. You you got, you got summed up exactly
1: what I meant, just like that whole just being able to cater more to what's going on. And that was one of the perks of working from home that I don't ever really want to give up. That and like being able to go to the bathroom whenever you want. <laughs>
0: Yes. And not having to walk too far either to the kitchen so you can get a snack. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So what was your thumbs up this week? Oh, My thumbs up is that, like I said before, first of all, the days are getting longer. It's starting to feel like spring. Last week we had this crazy snowstorm and it made it visibility really low when I was driving home from work. And it's just kind of crazy to see the contrast in the weather. And yes, I know it's the weather. It can be mundane, but it's just so crazy how different it can be in Colorado in the spring. So, I'm really looking forward to spring. It's starting to feel like it. I actually have been growing basil in my kitchen and it is surviving. Last year, I tried to grow some plants and it did not work. But I tried this year instead of growing plants from seed, I'm now growing them like I actually bought a basil plant and it's been alive for like three months. It's amazing.
1: Super impressed with you. That is so cool Um, that actually like I feel like I'm stealing what you're saying, but that actually is what my thumbs up for this week is going to be. I have not started growing anything yet, but I have talked to some of my coworkers and some of my friends that I know garden and like I've had these preliminary discussions with them because I'm so excited to be able to grow some of my own food this year. Like it's one of my goals for 2022. And so I've had so many great discussions that I've even like have a connection with one of my coworkers to go work in her garden, just like to help her out and like have her kind of like, can you be like my little like garden mentor? So she's going to let me come with her and see the garden a couple of times and um, just learn more. Another coworker was like, I have some seeds if you want to like try your hand at growing some of these things. So that's really cool. So I've just been really excited for the last couple of weeks, just about the idea of getting started because it spring is starting to be here. It's almost at time to start really planning out where I'm going to grow and figuring out the logistics of it all. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited and I'm just like happy to be able to talk about it with, with other people that are also interested in it.
0: Ooh, I'm so excited hearing about that. I was wondering when we'd get a little bit of a gardening update too, especially now that you have a patio. I was curious to see what good things you'd be growing, but that is so exciting to hear. Oh man, I'm sure that
1: that is going to be just like my plant updates <laughs> for Instagram. I'm sure that like my gardening is probably going to occupy more thumbs ups in the future. So don't you worry, you'll get <laughs>
0: Perfect. I cannot wait. Well, VBFs, we are so happy to have another incredible guest on the podcast this week. Kadeja from Kalig Co is going to be here talking about her artwork.
1: Yes, Kadeja is an illustrator and she makes so many products everything from bookmarks and greeting cards to keychains, stickers, t shirts. She even sells some books from Black author. So lots of things to discover if you would like to check out her site. She does a lot of pop-ups, lots of online sales through her website, which is kaligco.com as well as through Etsy. So definitely someone to watch. Definitely recommend you check out her work. You can also find her on Instagram at kalig.co as well as on TikTok. But we'll leave that in the show notes. Of course, we're just happy to dive right into this conversation with Kadeja from Co.
0: Hey, VBFs, we are so excited to be here with Kadasia. We are so happy to have you join the podcast. Welcome.
2: Yes, I'm so excited! Hi, friends.
0: Well, we have so many great questions to ask you today. We are so excited to hear from you. To start us off, we know a little bit about who you are, but would you mind giving us your elevator pitch to yeah, anyone I'm out give there?
2: Bill, I think I think I have this practice down enough. You have to tell me. I am Kadesha, owner and creator of Kayla Co., which is an illustration and art company um, designed to inspire women of color. I started during quarantine um self-taught illustrator just wanted something to distract me from everything that we all know was happening. Um and out of that birthed the business.
1: I mean I know I found you during um during the whole pandemic situation. And I love seeing your art personally. I didn't realize that you had just started during the pandemic as well and that it was all self-taught. Like, that's so cool.
2: Yeah, I had no idea I could, um, I had this hidden talent. I've always been, um, drawn to art or, like, some type of collage or, like, color palettes or something like that, but never had the opportunity to sit down and really figure out or dabble and, you know, just go down the rabbit hole, really, until
0: quarantine. I also had no idea that you started during the pandemic. That is incredible to think about just all the passion that you've poured into your art and what you've been doing. And to see that growth and to connect with so many people is really incredible.
2: I'm so fortunate.
0: Um, Yeah, I I don't, I have no words sometimes to
2: describe how I ended up here or, you know, how people have reacted to the art and yeah, just, just fortunate.
1: That has to be, like, the best feeling, though, Um, but I was wondering if you could share a little bit about what inspires your pieces and when inspired you to start other than, you know, the pandemic or, like, just needing to get it out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I believe, like, the overarching um, theme and passion behind my work is just uplifting and inspiring women that look like me, Um, people that you don't really see on the spotlight of things, especially in stationery and art and design. Um, Women of color deserve to be seen and heard and appreciated. Uh, Yeah. I also started, um, of course, during pandemic, like I said, but into that as well as became the Black Lives Matter movement, well, resurgence of that. And I think that's when a lot of people also found me because I had something to say, and I feel like a lot of folks had something to say, and we all listened to each other and said, hey, I feel like that too. This shit is fucked up. I'm sorry. probably can't cuss that much, but the point is, (laughs) I'm going to backtrack out of that because I get very passionate and a little too heated for that conversation, but yeah, I feel like um, my passion is fueled with affirmation and being seen and heard as we all should.
1: You brought up a really good point just that idea of not feeling like you're you've been seen on stationery and in products in the store i am personally like i feel grateful well i don't grateful is not the word it feels nice to see a little bit more representation nowadays um even like in the past year being like wow there's you know wrapping paper or there's yeah. like gift bags that have people that look like me on it it and like just not having that before, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that you and so many other artists out there have really made this possible.
2: I I can agree. I feel like something, one thing that um, we found out of that time in 2020 was businesses saying, you know, we can do a little bit better and asking Black creatives to participate a little more on the shelves and merchandise. So I am grateful to be even in that conversation, you know, of. Um, artists that can give that voice to to women and people in general
0: it's been so cool to see that voice be spread and it's so intentional with your art and your pieces that you create it really is incredible to see and now you have art that is being spread in all over the place it's now in tj maxx how does that feel to see it in Wow, everywhere
2: it is wild it's um it's twofold, of course, and I don't know how much you want to get deep into the business side of things, but of course, I feel validated um, and it, and it also sucks that I have to seek that validation in a retail space because I feel that I having my own Etsy shop or having my own website is just as, you know, great and popping as being seen on Marshalls and TJ Maxx and on that bigger stage. But of course, um, that being my first retail experience is it is exciting. I feel grateful and um, I know a lot of other artists don't have that opportunity to be on the shelf. So I'm glad to pave the way for that.
1: I totally understand how it can be double handed and I don't see it as you seeking validation at all. I see it as just something really stinking cool. Like it's just (laughs) so cool to be able to go into a store and have that type of platform, especially because you know, You do great with your marketing. Like, I love, I've watched you grow, and I've seen the growth happen, even, like, in the time that I followed you, and I know you've been working hard at that. But this is, like, you know, this opportunity for people who may not have Instagram or may not see your TikTok. Right, right, right. And that...
2: Who is this? <laughs> Who is this person? Let me grab this and, you know, dabble a little. And my Instagram handle is on there. You know, people can find me through, you know, as they search on the shelves and they come across my work, which is amazing. So it is kind of circular and all, all of that as well. But thank you. Yeah, marketing and Instagram engagement. I, I just really feel like e-commerce and you can. You can market yourself a lot in um, this time
0: that we're in. Well, and clearly you have so many people who are following along and who are really interested and passionate about what you're doing as well. And to see that process come out is really neat too, to just like kind of see the other side of things, even if they have picked up something at TJ Maxx or Marshalls and haven't connected with you on social media before. That's such a great avenue to connect with you even more. I agree. I think that
2: um, being seeing behind the stage, and of course, I have my business Instagram, and then I have my personal Instagram that people can follow and dip and dabble and get a little bit of my personality. Um, and of course, see the product, which is always my goal. I want to make sure that people know all that we have to offer. And when I say we, it's just me.
1: I have to be honest. I'm trying to think. I can't remember how I stumbled upon your work. I just remember... Placing an order for the bookmarks and like being so excited because I don't know if that's how I I feel like I heard about you or found you somehow and then went from there. Like, I don't Mm. think I just searched for bookmarks. I think it was something where I found you and I was like, oh, like, I would love to support this artist. And I was able to purchase some bookmarks. And um, Caitlin and I are both big readers. My sister's a big reader. So when I bought them, I was like, oh, like I could get gift these out and like give them away. And I just thought that like, I just love the products, the thank you cards. Like Gadeja and I have talked offline. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that I'm a little obsessed with her. And, Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> and even when you started offering the books um, as a thing too, and like mm-hmm. having more information about books by Black authors, like, that was such a cool thing to add to your shop as well.
2: Yeah, so the bookmarks are a huge thing, and I started that just coming from my childhood, and I'm a big reader as well, and a big Black author reader, but thinking about the book fair when we were younger, and the Scholastic Book Fair would come, and the teacher would say, who has money to go downstairs to go... Get a bookmark well go get a book or whatever and i'm like all i have is like three dollars and i'm gonna go get something out of this book fair and all i could afford was a bookmark but i love them and i decided to continue in doing that in my business and it, it seems to be a big hit it's one of my best sellers it's something that people love like you said to give out um to book clubs or i think it's just a a good gift for if you don't know a lot about a person i know you got a book so here's a
0: bookmark <laughs> that is always such a good option and being able to have something that everybody needs and like can use is huge too it's such a practical mm-hmm. thing to have
1: and i remember like just watching you go battle with netflix which not netflix um with Instagram. <laughs> Instagram? Yeah, Instagram,
2: we got we got beef
1: um got but pass. for a long time pass. like um, i don't even know if you want to talk about it because it's probably like flashbacks. Honestly,
2: I I think that it's important to discuss because a lot of creatives we use and we rely so heavily on Instagram. And um and they can they can do whatever they want, honestly. Uh, they could deactivate your page, they can ban you, they can shadow ban you. Um, you can be at the bottom of the algorithm. You know, you never know. We're kind of at the hands of Instagram and Facebook and these big conglomerates, but um we have to pay the play. So flashback previously <laughs> Uh, I did not notice, but for a long time, I wasn't receiving any mentions or any tags and things like that because Instagram banned me from being tagged. If someone were to at me and say, hey, I got my bookmarks from at it Co., Instagram will remove it. They would say it's spam, this, that, and the third. Take a sip of water. You see how aggravated I am? <laughs>
1: That sounds like I don't know if you even want to bring this up because. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this was probably going on for a full year. And at one point in time, so you know how when you want to share, hey, I got this bookmarker. Hey, I bought this thing from this place. You easily tag the person, and then more traffic can come to my page. That didn't happen for an entire year. And um, you know sometimes you want to do giveaways. You want to do all of these different things where you, your tagging is essential. Long story short, I had to contact Facebook do a claim, um, wait for them to come back to me, they said, oh, it was by accident, you were banned, you were put on this spam block. But all of this started strategically, well, just so happened, I'm sorry, I was doing air quotes for the people that are listening, I was doing air quotes strategically with air quotes um, around the inauguration when I posted an illustration for um, our vice president, who we all know is a black female. And I'm not saying it's related, But Instagram is very particular about, um, as we all know about elections and different things, but yeah, that's my soapbox. It has now been lifted. You can tag me all day long, which I love and it helps boost my business. And this is a shameless plug to make sure that you tag all of the small business owners that you support.
0: Okay. I think I appreciate you sharing that because I think there's so many people who need to hear, like there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and how much Instagram has that hold over, especially small business owners and being able to be seen is huge. And that's where you get a big portion of revenue. And I think that's important for people to really look into just because you can't tag somebody, go to their page. Check them out, let them know. Yeah.
2: A lot of times when people said, hey, and you know, I would have never even known. I just thought people hated the product, or you know, nobody wanted to share. So I, I didn't even second guess it until someone shared what they were receiving when they attempted to share or tag me. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it would delete the entire post. And you know how we all know how long it takes to write those captions. Ugh. Nobody has time. <laughs> it would erase the entire thing. So
1: that's the only reason I know what was happening was because I would try to share you like all the time, and it would just be like it would either take forever and then decide not to upload, or it would just just delete itself. And yeah. I was like, "What is going on?" And you try to tweak different things to try to figure out like what it is uh-huh. and that it, was it doesn't me. like.
2: <laughs> it was me. <laughs>
1: I was yeah. so happy when it resolved. I was like, <laughs>
2: yeah. and since then, um, around that time, I was at around 10K. And now we have grown about 2,000 followers since that has changed. Maybe it was that, it was right before the holidays, it was lifted. It, it's fairly recent that this has happened. So we wow. grow substantially because people are able to, you know, um, support and share. So I'm just thankful. Shout out to everyone that tags me. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>
1: Yes. Okay. So in addition to me, like being obsessed with you and your brand, Mm -hmm. another thing that you have is that you co-founded Black Women Exchange. And so can you just tell everyone that's listening a little bit more about that and just everything behind it, really?
2: So Black Women Exchange um, is a community that me and my good friend Kia Preston created in 2021. um, Our primary, well, 2020, 2021. I believe, yeah, the the dates are crazy to me, but it is um, solely created to support and uplift black women, small businesses um, in the Richmond area or beyond in Virginia, whoever can make it to us. Um, We started doing pop-up, excuse me, pop-up events uh, every season uh, and they just continue to grow. We always, we also started doing networking events quarterly. And it's, it's been just a joy watching the community grow, watching um, Black women entrepreneurs kind of connect with each other in an organic way and watching people support them in the way that we deserve to be supported. Uh, now Kia is in Charlotte and we are, mm-hmm. you know, taking our time to recalibrate and figure out what Black Women Exchange looks like in 2022. However, we are just so grateful for that time that that special time frame that we did have. Don't be sad. (laughs) I'm a little, you could
1: see I'm a little heartbroken
2: because (laughs) The silence.
1: (laughs) Black Women Exchange was the first pop-up event that I ever attended as like having Ambitiously You and I just remember feeling so welcome to be there and I think you really did a good job of cultivating the experience that you wanted which was having the space for a marketplace for people to shop from us but also having a way to build those relationships like just everything you just said like when I left that was what I felt I was mm-hmm. happy to just be in the space I was excited to talk to different people to other business owners and to you know connect with them and exchange yeah. information and follow them and, keep and also going on
2: to to continue you know and do another pop-up event uh, and that's what I loved about it a lot of the times it was um and we had, I wouldn't say we were mean girls when we were looking for who we wanted to pick, but we we did have standards for who we wanted to show. We wanted to make sure that we gave, you know, diversity. We wanted to make sure when you came to the market, you didn't see 5 million candle makers or 5 million shea butters and no shade to the shea butter and candle makers. But, you know, we wanted it to be a diverse marketplace. And we also wanted um, entrepreneurs who were serious about their business, you know, who, who said, hey, I have a website. I have great product shots i I will show up and participate and um a lot of the people they were first timers like like Sierra who wanted to you know show up and show out and I hope that you all left that experience feeling empowered that you can do another event and do just as amazing and ten times as best. Am I right?
1: Yeah. I mean, that definitely (laughs) happened. Like, I mean, I love that one. I definitely, so you were my first market. The spring market was my first one I ever did in 2021. And then I went on to do maybe like three or four more markets um, closer to me. But whenever you guys have one, I always try to make sure I can because, you know, like I just felt that special connection. And I'm like, yes, I will drive the hours to go down there. Because, you know, I appreciated that y'all gave me a chance to, like, show off, like, what I've been working on or what I've been working hard on.
2: So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, the Black Women Exchange is definitely something that is, and it continues to be just a light and shows me, you know, maybe what's next and what can be. And, you know, that feeling of outpouring and and just hearing reactions like Sierra's of how amazing and how empowered they feel when they left like that that's what I why I do it you know that's why Kaylee Coe says imagery to inspire women of color I just that's the the basis of everything I want to do is to inspire people that look like me Mm
0: -hmm. I remember Sierra talking about the Black Woman Exchange and thinking like shoot if I lived closer and I wasn't like eight states away, (laughs) I definitely attend because it sounded incredible. And how cool to be able to have such an intentional space and hearing you talk about like the thought process behind it and having a lot of different kinds of creators and being able to amplify so many voices and, So many incredible creations, too, just having seen it on Instagram and just looked like such an incredible space. And it sounds like you've been on quite the ride for the last two years, like having started your business during the pandemic, going through everything that was going on in the world and being able to set this up, as well as the exchange, as well as being able to expand your products elsewhere. What kind of advice would you give to creators who are about to start up?
2: Okay, we have to. <laughs> that's a big question. So we're taking it. Are we going to like concrete? Like this is step by step. This is what I would suggest. Are we going hypothetical? Like are we going? This is the mindset you have. I have to have
0: a little more direct questions because <laughs> I can take this a million different ways. I have a lot of advice. Yeah, it's got to be such a whirlwind. Like there's so much to do. Do you feel like there were those concrete steps that? like were productive and successful for you getting up and running? Yeah,
2: So definitely getting out in your own way. You have to get out of your head. Like I said, I, I knew that names was a thing that, that tripped people up. I don't want to start it unless I have the best name or you start it. Whatever first name you thought about, you could change it later. Nobody's going to remember what you called it on day <laughs> one. Okay. You just need to start start it don't yeah get out of your own way and start is my first thing you don't know what you don't know until you reach that point i think a lot of times people want to have all the answers like i'm not sure i don't know how to do taxes or i don't know you'll figure it out when you get there just start okay will you because i'm looking at taxes for the first time you'll figure it out you'll figure it out you know you just just don't let your head and you having the feeling that you have to have everything figured out stop you from starting your business that could be you know life-changing for you um or it could be you know not the thing and you starting that thing re- made you realize okay this isn't my thing i need to start something else we going we're gonna marinate on those two points <laughs> you gotta get out of your own way and start <laughs>
1: I think those are both very, just very important for new, new timers to hear, because like you said, they can be the things that are holding people up. Yep. I hear that a lot, too. I personally can't relate. Um, you just start. But I, I mean, yeah, I kind of have a bad habit of just starting. Just being like, well, it's more like when I make up my mind, I know that I'm going to, I'm just going to do it and we'll, we'll see what happens hey. in like, that
2: person. <laughs> I think that's that's a, I mean, I could see how maybe it could, it could be a little, no, I can't. Because I think, honestly, like me figuring out, say Kaylee Co. was not what it needed to be, and I was not supposed to be creating stickers. If I never took the time to say, hey, I want to make stickers. Hey, no, I don't. Let me write a book. You know, I think you would have been stuck on that thing of thinking, oh, I need to be making stickers until you dabble in it and say, oh, this isn't really what I want to do. So take the chance. See if that's really what you want to work with.
1: I was that's looking nice. for my emotional support <laughs> bottle because I know I have like your st- I know I have some of your stickers on there, but it's not here, which makes not me here. a little uneasy. <laughs> <was> like, Where <laughs> is it? Because I need emotional I, support right now. I think it's in my living room, boo. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like how much what you're gonna learn.
0: That's such good life advice too. Thinking about all the things to get out of your own head for.
2: Y'all, this business is nothing but (laughs) life skills. Like it will manifest. Once you start getting into your entrepreneurial bag, you'll figure out, oh, this is what's happening in my life. Like, oh, I'm afraid to start things because I think that, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough. And you're like, oh, this is what that is. Let me work (laughs) through that through my business. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of personal growth as well.
0: But it has to be cool to think back of like where you were when you started to where you're at now and to yeah. see that kind of progress and growth and to think about where you could go from there. It's got to be pretty cool.
2: I have to hold on to my sheets. I'm, honestly, <laughs> it's to the point because of what has happened in the past three years, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. That's I've come to that conclusion that obviously I have no idea what's what's my life path because If you would have told me that I would be a small business owner drawing things three years ago, absolutely not. So (laughs) that's what I mean by, yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) And I'm okay with it. That's totally okay. And I'm okay with that.
1: I hope that that's something that people learned in general. You know, like Caitlin and I have had very in-depth conversations about things that we took out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And one of those things for me was that it's okay not to have it all figured out. Or it's okay to go with the, the flow of the change because mm-hmm. you just never know what's, what's going to come up. Side. You have mm-hmm. no idea. And it could be the best thing for you that you never thought of. But if you didn't try, you would have you wouldn't have gotten there, you know?
2: so another big nugget that has happened is um i switched careers during the pandemic um so kaylee co is not my full-time job which is a whole nother conversation it is my full-time (laughs) part-time my part-time full-time so uh i am well i used to be in the human services field working with children at elementary school and i swore up and down i was supposed to be a school social worker Um, And that was my passion and that was my thing. It was no side job, it was no side business. I wasn't an entrepreneur until um, quarantine started and I had all this time on my hands. Thankfully I was still employed but we were doing things virtually and I quickly realized virtual student teaching is not for me. I need to be with the kids to be happy like, or I'm gonna lose my mind. And what what I've done, I, packaged a resume. And I use my business as a portfolio to say, this is digital marketing. Let me do this for you. And now I'm a full time digital marketing for a nonprofit. Wow. And
0: oh my gosh, so I guess I know it's crazy, right? So now <laughs> wait, I have this you are you have like the best? <laughs> oh my gosh, what? That's so you're doing said. all this with k and then you're, oh my goodness, I'm and in awe.
2: Somehow, God said, I'm going to set your life up so that you can have a structural definition of what digital marketing is. So now I'm learning that at my job and just taking that and applying it to my business. Mm, he said, you don't that. know how to do digital marketing? I got you. You're going to get a job being a digital marketer. It'll be fine. Just keep doing what you're doing.
1: Ooh,
2: love oh that gosh. amazing afraid to take that leap you know just the last thing he did he told me to do that's what I did wow and that's, that's what I've been continuing to do
0: I love that it opened up so many doors for you too girl mm-hmm. me too thank god
1: that's awesome <laughs> can definitely relate uh she's a teacher
0: oh god bless him. <laughs> And that online life, I'm with you. It is a
2: it's rough done.
0: time. <laughs> it doesn't give yeah. you the warm
2: and fuzzies that um, you get when you're with kids. Right. Yeah, or with totally. coworkers for
0: that matter. I miss teacher coworkers. Yes. You need that in-person camaraderie.
2: Absolutely. I do miss kids though. I won't, I won't <laughs> lie. I, I miss the school. It's nothing like being in a school because corporate America is different.
0: Have you ever been, Caitlin? Have you been? No, I've never experienced it. And my husband is in corporate America and I, it's just a world that I cannot relate to. People get raises. Wait, this this is what the world gets? Wow. Amazing. You're cracking me up. I mean, I work a very office
2: (laughs) environment.
0: I know. Sierra and I talk and I'm like, that sounds like, it's so interesting to me. Having mm-hmm. a different world, yeah. We do. We have very
1: contrasting very different situations. Yet we have we can have some similar stories. We have similar yeah. struggles some days. Some days.
0: We Let's have some back. fun flash round questions. This is like my favorite part because we get to know all of these incredible people. So you are welcome to answer with the first thing that comes to mind, or you can explain your thinking, but you also don't have to. Okay. So we'll just get jumped right in. Um I'm down. I'm okay. Ready. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, Lord. I want to be
2: an early bird. I'm an ins- aspiring early bird. I have been waking up earlier and really enjoying the calmness. Um, yeah, but I don't think I'm a night owl either. I think I'm just a person that wakes up. <laughs> an aspiring early bird, but currently I'm a person that wakes up. But I don't like to stay up late either. Wow.
1: Okay, what is the longest piece slash product that you've worked on?
2: My creative process is all over the place. And this is this is me being vulnerable, you all. Um, I can't tell you because when I get the creative spark, I just go. And it doesn't really take me a long period of time. Sometimes I will start something and I'll come back to it. Um, But I can't tell you exactly which part was the longest or that took the the most amount of time. I'm sorry. No, that makes perfect. Yeah, that you're totally perfect. good. You know, like I just go with, if I'm in the flow of it, I can't tell you, oh, my tote bags took me longer to create than my journals. Or I can't even tell you like, oh, this piece took longer than that piece. Cause I just do it only when I'm in the flow of doing things. Like right now I haven't picked up my iPad or my Apple pencil in weeks because I'm not in the flow and I don't I don't want to be that's probably why it's not my full time job yet. I don't want to be mandated to to draw mm. or to be creative because that feels exhausting.
0: Sometimes the demand kills that
2: vibe. That's why I don't do commissions because I I I'm not I did this so I don't have to work for anybody but myself. So no. Like <laughs> no. Ooh. Interesting. I like that. That's an interesting perspective. Okay. What is your song of the moment? So um Angie Stone has this song called, I wish I didn't miss him anymore or something like that. This Angie Stone song that is like somebody's auntie's favorite song, but somebody out there listening is gonna know exactly what song I'm talking about and say it's a bop. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even gonna try to sing for y'all. Yeah,
0: VBF's out there. If you know it, let us know. You know You already know. Tag it when you listen. <laughs> yeah, we need to know this.
2: I feel like I've heard You know it. I like, yeah. Yes. I'm, sitting here I'm trying to look it up. I feel,
1: wish I didn't miss you. That's like it? That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm yes.
2: Sure Go back and listen to that. Change your life. <laughs> Somebody's auntie. That's my musical taste, y'all. I realize as I'm approaching 30, I'm an RB girl. And I want, as much as I may want to be a rap fan, Eh, I'm not I like J. Cole you already know what what category I'm gonna go in if that's my favorite rapper so I'm an R&B girl and I really love that era like early 2000s all the way from like 70s R&B to like early 2000s is my jam it's a vibe for sure it is a vibe Shout out to everybody that knows that Angie Stone song that I mentioned.
1: <laughs> um, okay, can you share an IG account or maybe another woman-owned business that you love to support?
2: Black Diamonds and Gems. Mm-hmm. She her tag is creative storyteller and I have her aesthetic on her IG stories is just chef's kiss. Um, she's not in my niche and that's something that um let me dive into this. I get inspiration from a lot of different Places. I don't just look at people who sell stationery like me um, to gain inspiration or how I want my aesthetic or my stories to look. So yeah, she's one person that is out here doing it for the girls, her especially those that love to make their IG stories look a certain way, like me sometimes. <laughs> and I can find another one too. Also, shout out to Amber Abundance, who is a hilarious social cultural commentary person. Um, just funny, accurate, on point with all things. This is another person that, you know, is not in my niche, but inspires me. This page, I don't know. Well, obviously, a lot of people are hip too. They have 46,000 followers. So I'm like, people aren't hip, but yeah, people are hip. <laughs> this is Kingston Gray, and I'll spell it K E N S I N G T O N G R E Y. And they have the gems, y'all. They will post real tutorials. They will post trending audio sounds. Um, their page has a good energy as well. So all three are Black women creatives that are doing the thing on the IGs. Thank you for putting
1: us on. Yeah, I definitely just went through.
2: Enjoy. And I am a, a believer of enjoying your social media space. If you think social media is draining you, you probably need to unfollow some people and follow folks that are being a little more interesting and they're doing something that you like. So those three pages fit my interest and they
0: inspire me. Thanks for sharing. Those are some yeah. good ones. Okay. Our last question. Super oh, yeah. serious. Did we just become best friends?
2: Uh, Yeah. Did you not were you not here for the, we had the whole conversation? Wait, we had a had moment. Moments, okay. <laughs> we're in it now. You have to invite me back for part two. You have to get yes. me You know. Well, thank you so much, Kadeja, for yes. joining us on the That's podcast. Sweet. I
1: like I said, I mean, I'm a big fan, so I'm so happy every time I get to talk to you. Like you're okay. one of the few people that I've met in person too, like from this, like Wild journey, so, crazy, so cool. years. yeah. So it's so cool. So, everyone, if you want to keep up with Kadeja, which you totally do, make sure you give her a follow. Um, her website is klegco.com You can also find her on Instagram, on TikTok, and other social media platforms at kleg.co And we'll make sure to leave all that information in the show notes. But yeah, thanks for listening, friends.
2: Yay, thanks for having me, you all. This is amazing.
0: We're so happy to have you and BBS will chat with you next time.